Good evening. And this is a very beautiful evening, and we welcome all our guests and our visitors this evening. And, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a beautiful evening, and this parish is a very beautiful parish because of all the beautiful people who make up this parish. And, uh, you know, so much is done in the parish, so much accomplished uh, for the poor, uh, for the sick, uh, uh, teaching, uh, all sorts of wonderful things that are happening in this parish. And it's all due because of you wonderful people. So we, we uh, welcome our guests and our visitors this evening. You know, one of the great marks of this parish is the, the fact that someone's at prayer every hour, seven days a week, 24 hours a day in our Adoration Chapel. That's a wonderful thing when you think about it. Someone at prayer. And, uh, you know, when you go to the Adoration Chapel, you have silence. And, you know, we live in a terribly noisy world. And we live in a world of chaos. And we live in a world of conflicts and scandals. And we need to be before the Lord. And we need sometimes in our life silence. Just sort of recollect, to put ourselves back together again, so to speak, you know? So I'd like to encourage you uh, to try that out an hour a week before our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Or if you can't make it an hour, maybe a half hour, or maybe on your way home from work, uh, to stop in for 10 or 15 minutes and just be silent before the Lord. You don't have to say a lot. You know, He knows who you are. He knows your problems, and He loves you. So you don't have to say a lot. He knows everything about you. You know, remember Matthew's Gospel? The hairs of your head are numbered. And which of you could add one inch to your stature. He knows everything. And he tells us, you know, in Matthew's Gospel, that not a sparrow falls to the ground without my Father knowing it. And when you're before Jesus, you're before your Father. So think about that. Spend a little time before our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Also, I'd like to encourage you uh, this week uh, either to read First and Second Peter, the epistles, or uh, the epistle of James. And uh, any one of those readings, First or Second Peter, or the epistle of James, will help you to understand what it means to be an anointed one, especially in the world that we live in today. Now, you'll notice something in the gospel this evening 
Our Lord said, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And first of all, he asked the people around him. And they said, well, some say you're John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah the prophet, or one of the prophets. Or, and they all had a, oh, they wondered about him. Who was he? And then he turned to his disciples, the ones closest to him. They said, well, who do you think I am? He asked the question. And Peter gave the profession of faith. You are the Messiah. In another place, in Matthew's Gospel, we read, he says, you are the Messiah, the Holy One of God. And later on in John's Gospel, you know, when our Lord gave that great discourse on the Eucharist, and uh, some of the disciples came to him, and they said, this is a hard saying, we're, we're leaving. They left. And our Lord turned to his disciples and he said, well, are you going to go too? He didn't say, look, I made a mistake. I want to explain this differently, this mystery of the Eucharist. He didn't say that. He just simply said, do you want to go? Go. And then Peter again gave that wonderful act of faith. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. You are truly the Son of God. And then you remember Peter, when uh, you know he had betrayed our Lord, denied him three times. Three times. And then he, uh, they were on the shore, and they were fishing, and Christ was standing. Uh, they were offshore, and Christ was standing there, and uh, they had a great load of fish. And, and John said to Peter, it's the Lord. And then they brought the catch in, and they remembered that catch. So many fish, and the, the nets didn't break. And then our Lord looked at Peter, and he said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. And then he said again, he said, Peter, do you love me? And you can imagine how Peter must have felt before the disciples. They knew he, they knew he denied him. And then our Lord said, do you love me, Peter? And Peter said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. A beautiful profession of faith. And so we have the question tonight, who do you say that I am? It's a question that each one of us must answer in our heart. Tonight, Jesus is saying, who do, who do you say I am? Who is Jesus to you? Well, you know, when we think about it,
Some of the ordinary devotions of our faith tell us who Jesus is. You know, when we make the Stations of the Cross, we say what? We praise you, O Christ. Huh? Because we believe that you have redeemed the world. We praise you, we bless you, because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. He was lifted up on the cross and forgave all our sins. We're reconciled. We've been made one with him. And you know in the Eucharist, when the priest holds up the body and blood of Christ and he says, through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. That we live in him and he lives in us. All, even today, we have, it's the beginning of the resurrection in our lives. We've been transformed. We've been changed. We've been washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. And St. Paul would say in almost extreme language, that as Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, so we sit there now. We've been redeemed. We've been forgiven. We've been reconciled. We've been transformed. Our life is beautiful. And yet, we can mar it by sin. We can say no. We can leave him. We can go the other way in our selfishness. Because our Lord said something to us. If you want to be my disciple, you have to take up your cross, deny yourself, and follow me. The selfishness, the self-centeredness, the lust, the jealousy, the envy, the avarice, we all have to put to death in order that Christ lives in us. And that's a crucifixion. We have to, the disciple is no better than his master. We have to go through the crucifixion of death to ourselves. We have to be lifted up on the cross. You know, there's a wonderful saint, Saint Ephraim, who said something like this. We do not become his disciples through titles, you know, our works of the weird and all this kind of stuff. No, but by through his sufferings. We're not his disciples because we've been bought at a great price, the blood of Jesus Christ. And so the question, 
Who do you say that I am? And only each one of us can answer that question. Who do you say that I am? God bless you.